One of the biggest advantages that conservatives have is their media presence. Conservatives have a wealth of radio talk shows, podcasts, and YouTube channels that allow them to effectively spread their message. We should have the same on the left as well. This is why I want you to go to growleft.liberaldan.com. We are at a turning point in the history of this country. There is no reason why the ultra-conservatives and MAGA-types should be as successful as they have been. Extremist conservative ideas are unpopular, while left-wing ideas like Medicare for All, abortion rights, and marriage equality are at all-time highs. But they have the messaging, and we need to build up our radio shows, podcasts, and YouTube channels to fight back against their extremist conservative messages. Liberal Dan Radio has partnered with Levelfield to help us use tools that are typically only available to big money donors. When you give a contribution at growleft.liberaldan.com, you will be doing two things. That money will be spent advertising causes on the left, like body autonomy, marriage equality, voting rights, and in support of or opposition of candidates. And that commercial airtime will be spent on smaller shows, podcasts, and YouTube channels to help them grow larger and be more successful. We get to kill two birds with one stone, but I can't do it alone. I need your help. So please go to growleft.liberalband.com and make your contribution today. That's growleft.liberalband.com. Growleft.liberalband.com. Political advertising paid for by Levelfield. Contributions are not tax-deductible as charitable contributions. Dan Zimmerman coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana, to join the conversation. It's area code 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. You can also join us in the chat. If you're calling, make sure you leave your name in the chat and what area code you're calling from so I know who you are. Um, You can also discuss any questions or discuss any topics being discussed in the chat on youtube.com slash Radio. If you're listening after the live broadcast, you can leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc., over on the show thread at liberaldan.com, facebook.com slash liberaldan, or at liberaldanradio on Twitter. Um, as you can see, uh, well, um, apparently my video doesn't want to work today. So um, we had some technical difficulties trying to get the image looking right. But, you know, wait, that's Donald's line. I don't want to go over it Donald. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, so... Uh, maybe I'm going to try and see if I can get this working um, and seeing if I can get this actually to, you know, cooperate. But I think the only way for me to do that at this point might be to restart my OBS, which would kill the stream. So in which case you might just have to deal with not seeing me today. I'm going to be invisible, Dan, today. Uh, invisible talk from the left. That's right. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Uh, shouts out, hey, Aaron, Jolie, the Mod Squad, Wes, Behave, um, Kinky Streets, Crazy Insane Alien, did a drive-by, uh, 
we may or may not see Demonox tonight. He got the Rona. Uh, apparently, his roommate's coworker is an anti-vaxxer, and well, you know, those people still suck. Uh, Leanna, Leanna Geyer, uh, Jeff Curry, Kenneth Otto. Uh, who else am I missing currently in the chat so far? I think that's everybody. Um, 11 viewers, 7 likes, so please remember to like if you're watching this, watching it right now. And also, um, just remember to share videos, whatever. I've uploaded a few videos from last night's uh, events um, just because, you know, Donald Trump is, is an interesting sort, if you will. But I actually did manage, despite the fact that I don't have video today, that I only am having the, the images and audio, uh, despite that fact, I, I did manage to make my, uh, whatchamacallit, my, uh, um, oh, hello, just making noises. Uh, I did manage to make my, my, some bits this week, which is, which is nice to actually be able to get that done. Um, uh, who's 815? Uh, who's calling in 815. So remember, leave, leave your, uh, leave your name and in the chat, if you're calling in, so I know who you are before we accept the call. Um, let's see, I'm trying to get some of this stuff closed here. Cause I want to be, you know, using too much of my laptop's memory whilst we're doing the show. Uh, it's all I need is to start straining as well on top of this. Um, Daily News is back. Welcome back, Daily News. Thank you for coming. It's been a long time. Uh, Sounds a long time no see. Uh, we uh, appreciate y'all you coming back. How is how is? I hope the missus is okay. Um, I hope so. Uh, you know the missus was in a uh, car accident. Um, I, I believe it was a car accident. Whatever. Um, so there you go. Let's see. Jeff Curry, one plane, a plane had over 50 rescue dogs crash. All the dogs the crew survived. I want one of them dogs. I'm going to name him D.B. Cooper. Nice. Uh, oh, the caller hung up. Um, yeah, those 50 rescue dogs were from Louisiana. Um, somebody was watching over those dogs and those people because to survive a plane crash and have everybody just have, you know, minor, minor injuries seems to be rather, rather lucky. Um, rather good. So... What, what are we going to talk about today? Well, clearly we got uh, Donald Trump's uh, stuff from last night, his big old announcement that nobody was surprised because he has a huge ego. And I'm guessing he's thinking that the third time is a charm. Um, maybe he wants to lose the popular vote a third time in a row, get that three-peat. Maybe he wants to go for a third impeachment. Uh, who knows? Um, you know, maybe he thinks that if he becomes president, that's the one way to avoid serving a prison sentence is to or to avoid uh, any, any jail time would be to delay any proceedings as long as possible until he gets elected and then you have the whole well you can't arrest the sitting president or whatever and then he'd have he'd have a reprieve for four more years then maybe at that point he would you know be so old that he'd just you know kick the can kick the bucket or whatever um oh wes eight wife eight wife eight one five number is you cool um i'll get to you in a second wes um so, but there's lots of interesting things to discuss from last night. Um, lots of interesting things to discuss from the elections as well. Actually, let's go to West now. We'll, we'll, we'll take West. Uh, how's it going, West? How's it? What's what you up to tonight? Hello, can you hear me? Hello, what? I can hear you. 
Uh, are you behaving? Okay. <laughs> I'm not. You know, I'm not. I am right. good. I am like, I got all my winter stuff done, you know, plus I have voted. And what can I say? I feel pretty content with myself, but everybody says I'm a narcissist. And everybody says I am, you know, some rich old coot that's just sitting around in his basement looking out at the rest of the world. Okay. So what are you then, if you're not that? And they might be right. <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, wait, look at that. Yeah. Hold on. I, um, I think I might have, I think I might have, a, let's see. One, two, three. Oh, nope, almost. We Here got we go. a delay, yeah. Oh, uh, we got a delay, and but we also, hey, I have Kenneth a Otto and Jolie and Leanna and oh kinky streets i love all you people we're just sitting here on uh what is it wednesday it is wednesday wednesday 8 p.m central 9 p.m eastern yes oh same, same bat time same bat channel john df i keep thinking defoe because i want it to be like three musketeers and stuff all right, man. And Elizabeth. I have all sorts of family named Elizabeth. Cool. All, all right, right, man. man. Well, so let's much get, let's, I'm going to get back to the topic. To really. <laughs> Nothing's right, happening well, tonight. Thanks you for calling. I mean, you are one Love of the patrons, so I'm happy, I'm happy to take your call because you are one of the patrons, so I appreciate you for that. Oh, and um, I'm glad to give you my money. <laughs> Just, just make sure to. Well, if you are, if you are like a, some extremely rich old old coot, you could probably bump it up to the producer level. <laughs> but I do appreciate oh, you for what you, you give. <laughs> I think I give you plenty. <laughs> I know you're awesome. You're awesome for that. I appreciate it. Just, just, just. How much don't, coffee can don't you harass drink? Don't squad too much. How much? What can I drink? <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I'm a big guy. I can drink a bunch. So anyway, oh, thank you very much, Wes, for calling in. You're the hot chocolate one. You're not Mormon. No, you're Jewish. I am Jewish, yes. Uh, I love you all. I don't really care what what your beliefs are, as long as you're nice. Well, I try to be. Everybody should, you know, golden rule, treat everyone like you want to be treated. Or in some cases, some people who want to be treated badly, maybe not. If you're looking but... at the screen, if you're looking at the chat, you know how much everybody loves both of us. Well, yeah. So maybe maybe me a little more than you sometimes. <laughs> no, no, no. They love me the most because I have been around for like ever. Like infinite amount of time or just, you know, just the length, the duration of the house sparks and everybody, the sparklers. Well, I was trying to figure it out and there was a FM station that came out of um, DeKalb, Illinois, and I think it was like 12 years ago, mm-hmm. but before that, if I was in Chicago, it was a, um AM station, and do you know what about Air America? Yeah, I remember Air America way back in the day. <laughs> Long, long time ago. Well, anyway, everything long, was changing around, and Air America was 
yeah, dying, Air America, mm-hmm. and in Chicago it was WCPT, and they had a radio show, uh, and it came out of a of a satellite station in FM in DeKalb that I could get here at my house pretty strongly. Mm-hmm. And I used to w- listen to it, and then they kept talking about a um, a YouTube, uh, you know, station that was broadcasting the video also. And I have no idea how long that was ago, but that's me. Well, there you go. <laughs> and a lot of times I wasn't using my real name. And tonight I am Wes Webb, and Kenneth Otto is there, and Aaron West, and lots of lots of old folks are still here. All right, man. Well, thank you very much for calling in. We're going to move on to the topics, but you know, love you, Wes. Thank you. Have a what great night. What are the topics anyway? Okay. Much love to everybody, and. Oh, FM old. I yeah, FM I old. love WCBT and every Saturday morning, Hal Sparks still comes on and does an actual on-air yep. radio show. Central time from 11 to like 1. Yep. It's magical. You know that. Yep. I we do. all know I've, that. I've watched. Yep. Well, thank you very much, okay. man. Have a great love one. You Keep anyway. listening. If if yeah, if you are his, um, the the person who follows him, you are so uh, lucky, I don't know, but you are so redeemed. <laughs> I can't explain it. Love you anyway, buddy. All right, have a good one, man. My, my <laughs> well, all right, well, I, we're ending on that. The I don't care if you're Jewish. We're going to end on that just because of the fact that, you know, I don't, well, it kind of brings me up to one thing that I wanted to discuss, and I don't know if I'm being a conspiracy theory person or not about this, but the whole thing about um, – I, I was watching Donald Trump's speech yesterday, uh, him announcing his low-energy speech, and it, it turned out that, that he gave the, the phone number uh, or, not, or the text message number that if you wanted to text, I guess, to get information about the campaign or whatever – and it started with 88, it was like 88022 or something like that. I think that was the number. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to be plugging his number or anything like that. But it was like 88022 or something like that. But, but the thing is, is that it started with 88. And I'm sitting here thinking, with, with Donald Trump's affinity and his, his enjoyment or whatever, his, his willingness to coddle white supremacists, Nazis, Etc. Um, I was wondering, is this really them being like that? Is you know, I don't, I don't think necessarily he came up with this, but maybe some of the people in his campaign, you know, chose that number specifically um, because when you start off with an with, with an eight eight, to that doesn't mean anything to most people, but to the neo Nazi white supremacist types. Uh, Eight is the eighth. The eighth letter of the alphabet is H. So when you see a neo-Nazi or somebody else or a white supremacist with 88 
you know, as a tattoo or 88 as, as something, you know, on their clothes or whatever, or if they type it, uh, that is in reference to HH, i.e., you know, H Hitler, Hail Hitler or whatever. So that is what, um, that is what uh, that means. I don't, but I don't, I'm sitting there thinking, am I being overly conspiracy theory minded? Um, am I, am I, am I, am I thinking, am I overthinking this too much? Is the fact that Donald Trump called the people marching along with white supremacists in Charlottesville, um, is, is the, is that, is that just weighing on my mind? Is that, is that just, am I just wanting something to be true when it's, when it might be not? Well, a cousin of mine on my personal page, when I posted about this, shared a link to the insider. Um, and let, let me put a link to it in the a business insider. I'm going to put a link to it in the chat. If you want to see, uh, boom, there's the, uh, there's the link. Um, so people are concerned that an $88 baseball sold on the Trump organization's merch page could be a secret message to white supremacists. So they listed the price of the Trump baseball as $88. Okay. So, and then this one um, on Vox, I will give um, – Another day, another potentially racist dog whistle for the president. Um, on Wednesday, the Trump campaign placed 88 ads on Facebook. 88 is a number with the Nazi connotations. Um, it's a feature symbol used by Nazis to denote political prisoners in concentration camps, which also, that's another reading of it, the Trump campaign denied reference to Nazi symbols was intentional and deactivated the ads on Wednesday. Of course, he could deny it all he wants. He could say, oh, it's not true. It's not true. But... Is it really true? So there, there's too many times where the Donald Trump campaign has linked, uh, has, has used 88. And if, if you use it once, maybe I could write it off. If you use it twice, I'm going to start asking questions. If you use it more than twice and it, it, if it starts repeating, then no, I think I'm going to have to have concerns. And especially in a, in a vacuum with take, just looking at those three, yeah, you know, in and of itself, it's questionable. But then you go back to what he said about the people in Charlottesville. You know, people on both, they had good people on both sides. Well, no, if you're marching alongside Nazis to protest whatever cause you're protesting, you're not a good person. What do they call 10 people ha having dinner with a known Nazi? 11 Nazis. So, yeah, I'm not going to be considering this beginning of the two uh, numbers uh, for the text message code as, as being as being anything but a anti-Semitic dog whistle. Um, okay, I see that Elizabeth is calling in 209 area code. I don't see the call yet. So I will I will take Elizabeth when she when she does go ahead and call in. So yeah, I mean, as somebody who's Jewish, I, I'm concerned, you know, with the fact that it's not just it wasn't just Charlottesville, you had people it's somebody in the Trump supporters holding up the the um, Auschwitz sign. You have somebody uh, at the at the January sixth riot who wore uh, six S six M W E. So six million wasn't enough because 
saying that he wants more Jews to die. Um, so, yeah, you'll, you'll forgive me if, if I'm not going to give Donald Trump the benefit of the doubt there when it comes to uh, him starting his text message with 88. I don't know if, if like 022 or something has, also has another meaning. I haven't been able to f- find that out yet. Maybe it's just 22 because it's the year 2022. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't trust that whatsoever. Um, anyway, so Elizabeth is on the phone. Thank you for calling, Elizabeth. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing all right, considering. <laughs> okay, well, um, yeah, I was listening. And um, hi, second-time caller. Yes, I remember. <laughs> Multiple-time listener. Um, I was thinking about <clears> – <throat> I look at, at Putin's tactics of emptying his prisons, and I look at these private – private prisons, and I look at <clears throat> the different people. What they've done is really they've, they've taken these kids that have been in war since they got out of high school for an entire, almost an entire generation. Some father and son have served together in, mm-hmm. in, in 20 years of war with no break, and they've given, been given nothing but a hammer, and um, everything's a nail when they get home. And it's Trump and, and company are exploiting that. They're exploiting yep. all of these soldiers, frankly, and uh, they've, they've, they've hired them in the police departments, and now everything's militarized because these kids, that's how they, that's their brains. They, their brains weren't formed when some of them went to war, <laughs> you know, and uh, so there's, there's so many ramifications. Just war is just, I'm, oh, my gosh, this is barbaric anyway. But, uh, Wars, uh, speaking of, of war, like there was, like people were, you know, there was, they had the missile or the, the explosion that happened in Poland. And some, at first they thought it might've been a Russian missile. Then it's turning out it might be a Ukrainian missile. And like Donald, Donald Trump Jr. on Twitter was like, hey, well, since it was a Ukrainian missile, can we stop funding Ukraine? And I'm like, no, you idiot. You know, if oh, yeah. Russia launched the missile and Ukraine fired a, another missile to try and stop the missile and defend themselves and it happened to hit innocents. It's, that's the fault of that's the fault of the um, of Russia for launching the missile in the first place. That's not the fault of uh, Ukraine for trying to defend themselves. It's like if if you have two people who are uh, if, if 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 let's say I'm armed and you're armed and you start shooting at me, um, are you going to uh, are you going to um, what you call it? Uh, and I start defending okay. myself. If I, if I start defending myself and I happen to shoot somebody else, it's your fault that I had to, because I had to defend myself. So I don't understand yeah. how these people can, can come to these ridiculous conclusions. Um, well, I didn't do know well, because they're, br- I listened to him today. I listened to the security council today. And, right. Um, it's really basically what's happened is that the globe, the people in the security council, everyone pretty much said, this would not have happened, would not have had, none of this would be occurring. The global food shortage, the grain initiative, the all the things they discussed in the Security Council, the atrocities, the world court, all of these things were discussed in the Security Council, and everybody led with, we are so sorry, Poland. It was a, it was a misfire. Of, right. or, uh, uh, it, was a, it, was, it was Russia launching that big barrage, flying in, and then Ukraine probably heading it out of the sky. I don't know. It's something along those lines. Either way, it's still Russia's fault. 
nobody, but I mean, to me, it, to, me to me, it just shows that this is just one more example of that. You know, the Trump family itself is just beholden to Russia, beholden to Putin, and they're going to do anything to help Putin. Like everyone says, well, it's Biden's fault that Putin invaded Ukraine because Putin would have invaded, but wouldn't have invaded Ukraine after, um, you know, if Trump is president. I'm like, no, he wouldn't have. I, I guarantee you that he wouldn't have invaded Ukraine because that the reason yeah. Putin invaded Ukraine is because under Trump he was expanding his influence without having to move a single soldier. But with Biden, oh. Biden strengthens NATO. Biden stands up to Putin, so therefore Putin has to flex his muscles and, and gain influence other ways. And it's just, it's just ridiculous that these people can't see that. But I mean, I'm not surprised either because a lot of these people are just political hacks. Right. Now, I, I mean, I don't know that they, I don't, they, they, they have a lot in common. You know, he had such a love affair going on with, with, you know, Kim, they're, they're, they're all the same, very sick, very sadistic, very um, in it for the, 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 the sheer cruelty of it. Right. That's what it's off on, is the cruelty of it. And so, you know, the world is going to stand up against these guys. And when they come down, hopefully we can bring them all down. Right. The nutbag in Iran, the nutbag in, in, in North Korea, and the nutbag in, in Moscow would be nice to start with. And, um, uh, you know, we can work. <laughs> the rest will collapse. I mean, is that right. the thing? Is they're all tigers. They're all, because they don't feed their army. They're too busy feeding their egos. Right. You know, so, you know, I mean, I agree with Hal on almost everything he says. There's a couple of things I may have a difference of opinion with, but he is very brilliant, and I agree. And I, you know, I listen. I listen to these things. I, I go, I listen to the Supreme Court hearings. I listen to the, um, you know, the UN. I listen to those directly, and then I draw conclusions, you know, and I can tell who's right and who's wrong and who's telling the truth by just doing that. In, right. in many ways, that, no. And you, ha- you have to pay attention because if you don't pay attention, you know, the, the people who are nefarious are going to uh, get away with it and we have to always stop them. And, yeah, I, I agree with you on Hal being, you know, you know, really, you know, I always thought Hal was funny and, and, and a smart comedian uh, because I was a fan of him way back in like in the 90s, like when he was first out, when he was first starting out. And, you know, I loved his stand-up specials and I never I never watched um, um TV show, but the uh, – but no, but I've, once I started listening to his to his show and seeing his political commentary, I've just I was I've been very impressed. And yeah, I also I don't agree with everything that Hal says either. But I mean, we get along on most things, and and I, he he comes up with some great points, and it actually forces me to be better because when I listen to him, I'm like, well, Hal already discussed that, so now I need to find some other what some other thing to look at, some other way to look at this because Hal already talked about that, and I don't want to beat the dead horse or uh, reinvent the wheel, so. Yeah, how how, right, how, yeah. how keeps me on my toes? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you better you know you better be accurate because so he'll call you out. That's cool. That's kind of cool. You know, he's kind of the good kid on the block. Yeah. You know, the, the the good tough kid on the block kind of. You know, yep. he really does do his research. He's very good at that, and, and I'm so grateful for that. Um, anyway, that said, I don't want to keep you. Uh, there may be other people wanting to call in. I just figured I should, <clears throat> you know, put my two cents in and support you. Well. You're That's always welcome to do so. Thank you very much for listening and calling. Um, okay. Have a good one. You're welcome. All right. Bye bye. All right. So, um, but yeah, one of the I, I did I was going to say something and it completely went out of my head, but it's not Elizabeth's fault. It's fine. Um, I should have written it down or something. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, just this whole 
the, the, the way that, that the Trump family is just willing to just, oh, I remember, it was to bend over backwards. It just, they have just ad, such admiration for Putin. I mean, he claims that he'll be tough to Putin, but he, no, he admires Putin. He wants to be just like Putin. He wants to be just like Lil' Kim. He wants to be just like all these tyrants there. I mean, if you don't remember, um, you, you, he had the desire. He kept on saying that he wanted his military parade in his honor, not to honor the United States, not to honor the military, but to honor him. He, he looks at these people. He looks at these dictators. He looks at these tyrants and says, what they have, I want. And that ultimately that includes power. And last night when he was talking about um, the 2016 campaign and he said, well, they all thought that I was going to be a warmonger, that I would start wars on day one, that it would be immediately just war and be terrible. And I proved them wrong. Well, then he also mentioned that under him, he had decades, decades of, of peace that no other president, no other president has done that decades of peace uh so i was questioning on one of my other videos that i have um well is, is, was there some relativistic time dilation that four years passed for us but 20 years passed for him you know were we moving just much faster than he was therefore we only moved up four well and relative to him and maybe maybe i really don't want to make a, a body size joke so i'm not gonna <laughs> but anyway um I mean, I guess I could because I, I mean, they say don't judge a man until you walk a mile of shoes, but they also say don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. Um, but yeah, but, you know, he campaigned where he, he had a, one of the debates. He stated that he wanted to not just take out terrorists, but he wanted to bomb the families of terrorists, the, the, wife and, the wives and children of the terrorists. He wanted to bomb them, too, and teach them a lesson, I guess, for, you know. Because kids were born to a terrorist, because that, that's their fault, that the kids were born to terrorists. And then he also said that he wanted to go over there, bomb the oil fields, and then take them, and then allow our oil companies to you know, build them back up so that we could take the oil. Like, why wouldn't we think that he was a warmonger when that's what he said during the 2016 campaign? Now, did he say that because he just wanted to rile up the people that, uh, that he knew would love hearing that he was going to go bomb the terrorists and bomb the families of terrorists? I mean, indiscriminate killing apparently is Donald Trump's thing. Because last night, Donald Trump also said that he wanted to uh, implement the death penalty for drug dealers. Now, and he wasn't specific about if there were like drug dealers that would not be liable for the death penalty, is he talking just about the people who are bringing in, you know, pounds of fentanyl or is he talking about people who deal any drugs? So if I, if I, if someone sells a uh, dime bag of weed on, on the corner, do they get now get the death penalty now? Or it does, you know, regardless of the fact that there's no way that such a law would pass constitutional muster. There's no way that such a law would even if he managed to pass it, which he probably wouldn't, there's no way that he would that uh that even this activist christo fascist conservative supreme court would 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 probably say, you know what that's too far that goes against the the prohibition on cruel and unusual punishments um, in the constitution so but again, Donald Trump views the Constitution like toilet paper um 
you know, he just uses, he probably uses the Constitution as toilet paper far too often. All right. Um, I'm just going to skip commercial breaks today. That's fine. Aaron doesn't have to hear uh, Yosha's voice. <laughs> uh, but we are going to play some of the bits. Let's go ahead and uh, play this week's uh, Hypocrite of the Week. This week's hypocrites of the week are anyone who said that Katie Hobbs should have recused herself as Secretary of State while not calling on Governor Kemp of Georgia to do the same thing in 2018 when he was Secretary of State overseeing his own election. Of course, there's no evidence of Governor-elect Hobbs doing anything nefarious. Kemp disenfranchised thousands of Georgia voters, disproportionately black voters. To see who next week's hypocrite of the week will be, tune in Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Liberal Dan Radio on YouTube and blogtalkradio.com slash Liberal Dan. All right, so there you go. There, there's been lots of calls uh, on, on Conservative Talk Radio, the show that I listen to. What, you know, Carrie Lake was saying it, but, I mean, obviously Carrie Lake's going to say it because she's the opponent and she's a conspiracy theorist and she's a crazy election denier. So, of course, can't take care of, like seriously about those things but there are other people who are saying that these sort of things like that uh hobbs should have recused herself that she shouldn't have been in charge of an of, of elections well they don't say that about these other men who are doing it they don't say it about they didn't say it about camp you know and again as i said was shown to have disenfranchised voters by at first they actually did it illegally he tried to do implement an exact match policy where your driver's information had to match your voter registration information. If there was one thing wrong, even if it was the DMV, let's say, that made the clerical error and like maybe didn't include a hyphen when your name was hyphenated, so you put the hyphen and there, well, there, there's a hyphen here, but there's no hyphen there, so it's not an exact match, so we're going to throw it on the pile. That was illegal for him to do because it was not uh, some court ruled, well, you know, you can't do this because this is not within your purview. So then he lobbied the legislature of Georgia to get that passed so that he could go ahead and continue doing that. Um, yeah. So any clerical error on the part of somebody at the DMV, uh, you know, that might not have looked harm. That might've looked harmless to them when they, when they got everything done could be used to disenfranchise the voter. And Kemp also just let piles and piles of voter applications sit on his desk during the 2018 election and many of those were coming from uh, voters who were black and as such were most likely going to be voting for Stacey Abrams. And so he was able to pick his voters, not just through gerrymandering, but through literally denying people their uh, ability to cast a ballot. Um, so it's just, you know, it's ridiculous how, how, the, how the help, I mean, as, as Yosh says, a hypocrisy is a conservative prerequisite. Um, so, um, and then of course you have other ridiculous things coming out of, uh, conservative mouths yet. Yeah. There was some bizarre, they're starting to say, why don't we have the electoral college in the States? Like, and I'm like, what? And they're like, they, they were looking at like maps of Washington state or maps of Oregon. And cause Oregon is basically red on the East and blue on the, on the coast. But Oregon is also, or Washington State and Oregon are both, like, all the population is heavily weighted towards the population centers, like the cities or whatever. So these people are like, well, why should the city be able to tell me how I can live? And I'm like, you're saying, why should the majority of the people not have the majority of the say? Is that what you're saying? They basically, again, and, and of course, these people think that land should vote. 
So it's ridiculous. These people also, they're, you know, Trump's calling, Trump was calling last night for only same day voting, no mail-in voting, only paper ballots. And I'm like, well, let's say I was calling for like after 20, after 2000, I was saying that we should either have paper, all paper ballots, or we should have some sort of system where if I cast an electronic ballot on the screen, that it should give me a printout of who I voted for, and that I should be able to examine that printout, confirm that it's correct, maybe even put, in, put my initials on it and say, hey, this is correct, and then slide it in some hopper that's secure so that if that machine has to be audited, that you can look at the machine and be like, okay, this machine was audited. These were the votes that were entered into this machine. What's in the, what's in the storage on the computer it matches what's on the paper ballot, so therefore the audit is successful. Um, conservatives hated that idea back in 2000. Why? Because conservatives won 2000, and they don't believe that you know they would have won without with, without those sort of things. But now that conservatives are losing because the Democrats are taking advantage of the vote, they're they're wanting to eliminate all the different ways that Democrats like to vote, like early voting. You know, Democrats have a lot of working class people who you know who work in labor, who might not be able to work or go in to vote on election day. And even if they made election day a holiday, that still doesn't stop. Plenty of people will still have to work on that day. There are people who have to work those days. So, you know, they're begrudged the idea of anything other than same day voting. And well, even with the paper ballot, let's say you had a paper ballot. Well, who counts the paper ballots? What happens in like, are, do you have to fill in your bubble exactly? What if somebody doesn't fill in the bubble 100%? Is some Republican activist going to look at it and be like, oh, that's a Democratic ballot. I'm going to challenge this ballot because it's not filled in completely. Or there's a little mark that's going outside the circle if it's done like a Scantron. Or what if it's like a, a punch card like, like Florida with the hanging chads and you, and you have to discern what the intent of the voter was? That's why I personally prefer computer ballots because you, there's no way to, to misread it. I mean, I guess the people are worried about being, them being hacked or them having bad information in them or, or having a, a thing where you think you voted one way, but it's not the other. But that's why you should have the paper trail behind it to be able to check on it. But, like, if you have – if they're worried about people manipulating the electronic voting systems and want to go to paper, well, who's going to – how are you going to count the paper ballots? Are you going to be using a machine to scan in the paper ballots? Well, how could, what if you rig the machine to say, okay, well, these people I'm going to count, you know, I'm, I'm, we're going to look, they're looking like they're going to be processed, but every fourth one we're going to count as somebody, else, somebody else's vote. Or what happens, do you do it all by hand? If you do it all by hand, well, that's going to take forever. And again, human people can either have human error or they can have human uh, problems where they'd be like, okay, well, I don't like how this ballot has gone, so I'm going to toss it in a trash or I'm, I'm going to throw it in this other pile. We're going to record the vote as differently than what it says on this form. So there's always the opportunity for nefarious actors to act nefariously, but we should be making it so that it's as hard as possible for the nefarious people to get away with it. Um, but one of the nefarious actions is that, is that they don't want to allow people to have Mail-in votes. What about the elderly? What about the persons who have disabilities? What about the military? They need to be able to cast a ballot. And why should I have to wait till election day to vote? We have a week of early voting in Louisiana. Some places have more than a week. Some places have a month of early voting. Why not have a month? Why not make it possible? You know, in Louisiana, 
I do everything that conservatives typically like, like to see. I have to show my ID. So I show my ID. I go up. I prove who it is that I say that I am. And then I go cast a ballot. Now, granted, it's on a vote. It's on an electronic voter machine. But, you know, they're still verifying that I am who I say I am, assuming I don't have a fake ID, which one of the things that people who are conservatives don't understand is that, you know, you could always have a fake ID and circumvent the ID laws because I don't know how many poll workers are able to spot a fake ID. Also, I think that's West back on the phone again. Um, also, most of the, we've discussed this in the show before, most of the election and voter type fraud that takes place would not be prevented by having a voter ID. Now, I, I seem to have no, I have no problem with implementing a clean voter ID law. Do it like Mexico does. Provide everybody with a voter ID. They get it once they turn 18. They, we provide it to them for free, no cost to them, because there should it be a poll tax. And then you go ahead and everybody, there's no excuse as to why you don't have your ID. You go use it, you go vote, and there you go. Take the issue away from the Republicans. But the reason that the Republicans try and pass these voter ID laws is because they stuff them full of other things. And I've had situations, again, where I've had conversations with conservatives on Facebook or in person where I've said, look, um, look, you know, I have a problem. I don't have a problem with the requirement to show an ID, but there are many things in these laws that have nothing to do with the requirement to show an ID uh, that are stuffed in there to disenfranchise voters. And every single time I have that conversation, it conservatives are like, well, what's wrong with showing an ID? Nothing. Nothing is wrong with showing an ID. It's those other things. And I also I have predicted it. There's examples on the Facebook.com slash liberal ban, my Facebook page, where I have, I have, I have clear examples where I'm like, look, I said this to somebody, I called my shot, and they immediately proved me right. Immediately proved me right. Um, so, yeah, I'm on a roll. I'm just blabbing away. So we'll, we'll invite Wes back on for a second. Uh, do you have any comments to make about the, what I've said just now? Wes? Hey, buddy. Yeah. I'm fine. I, I just wanted to say I think you're wonderful. <laughs> I've already told you so many times already. I don't care what I don't care what your religion or whatever is. You okay, know? I appreciate that. And I even have I have friends, and people say to me, "How can you have friends that are maggots? You know, Q maggots." But <laughs> it, it's hard to describe. But when I was a kid. The same guys that I get on now and argue with about um, politics are the same ones that I used to go out drinking beer with when I was 16 years old and had no, no reason to be drinking beer because I was underage. Right. But... All of my buddies were doing it too, and we usually had one guy. And I am mm -hmm. so tempted to say, God bless him, and tell his name. It might have been Harold. Okay. Heavy set yeah. kid. Mm -hmm. We loved him so much. His name was, we called him Hoss. Okay. 
I'm listening to myself on the radio. Don't listen to yourself, just talk. Okay. Harold Haas Himmelrich, God bless you. And you, oh, if he's listening, I, I am so sorry, but I'm just thinking of him right now. Shout he out to Harold. saved our lives. All right. Well, there you go. Let's get back. We're going to get back to the conversation at hand, Wes, but thank you for, again for calling. Um, Kinky, is Wes drunk or happy? I think maybe it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Who knows? Um, but hey, you know, I, I, I like to imbibe every once in a while. I, I have done a drunk gaming stream before where I was doing drunk Fortnite. I haven't done a drunk liberal Dan yet. Maybe I should do that one night one night. Do a do a do a drunk liberal Dan where I talk where I do drunk politics. Um I also want to do the sex with liberal Dan show, but that's a completely different topic. Um anyway. So that's uh but one of the interesting things about this whole election thing and, and with Trump announcing is that you're having some interesting folks come out and, and, and the disloyalty to Trump is starting to rear its ugly head or beautiful head, as some might say. Let's go ahead and listen to this week's Words of Redneck Wisdom. Let's come on. There you go. And now, Words of Redneck Wisdom. Brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Get the Trump here in a minute. Uh, everybody out there that's concerned needs to start calling their Congress people. And even if you have to call the White House about this border, it's getting worse every day. And it's just the way it is. And now let's see, what did Trump do? He took the air and the eyes off of Georgia. He did not have Herschel Walker there, and he focused on himself. Well, guess what? If the Democrats gain control of the Congress, they're going to sink Donald Trump like the Bismarck. And I'm talking about the Republicans, because... Herschel is in a tight race, and Warnock may win. And he could have waited till after December the 6th to make that announcement, but he didn't. And did he have Herschel there? No. You, you get my point, don't you? And this concludes Words of Redneck Wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Now, I've, I've had this person on as, as uh, Words of Redneck Wisdom before. It's a guy who used to call in as Leon from South Carolina. Now it's a cowboy from South Carolina or whatever on, uh, on Jeff Carrere's uh, Ringside Politics show. Um, and, yeah, he wasn't happy with the fact that Donald Trump made last night about himself. Didn't I mean, he mentioned Herschel Walker during his speech, but he didn't invite Herschel Walker to come in and, and, and he didn't. He's basically trying to take the wind out of Herschel Walker's sails. An interesting thing, another interesting thing to bring up about Herschel Walker is that there have been Republicans who are raising funds using the Georgia's runoff. It's like, hey, you need to support whatever, you know, donate to this because uh, Herschel Walker needs your support or we need to support, however they're wording it. 
And it turns out that some of these fundraisers that they're doing, the money is not going to Herschel. The money is not going to fund Herschel Walker. It's going to fund other things. And I'm like, well, I mean, you did choose what side you wanted to be on, Mr. Walker. You you chose the Republican side and, you know, you didn't, you know, necessarily think about how they might use your name to benefit themselves. And that's what they're doing. They know uh, that the Democrats are going to have the Senate. They know that Herschel Walker being in, in, in the Senate is not going to make any difference in for the next two years. And, and so they're, they're going to use this opportunity to be grifters and to take, uh, and to take money from people who supposedly support Herschel Walker and, and use it for their own means, their own gains. So yeah, it's, it's, I'm rather amused at that. I'm kind of laughing uh, at that. Just seems, you know, could it happen to a nicer person, I should say. But yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm not surprised that Trump, <clears throat> nobody should be surprised that Trump made something about himself. Everything Trump does, he tries to make it about himself. Period. Um, that was the other thing I thought of. Um, about Trump with, with, with what was going on where um, uh, it's, it's in one of my videos. So you could watch the, watch the four videos I posted last night on YouTube. You can also watch them at TikTok, but whatever. I, I, I usually, most of the time I just use TikTok as, as, a, as a method to make a short and then I upload that video to, to YouTube. <laughs> so, uh, but, but Donald Trump, you know, like he wanted to, I think it was the whole, stop, was it the stop the counting thing? Or was this something? I don't know. His illogical, so he made some illogical point last night, and it was akin to his whole idea that he wanted to slow down testing. He wanted to slow down testing because when you have more testing, you have more, you have more cases, which is dumb because, no, having more testing just reveals more cases. The people are still sick. But Donald Trump wanted to, you know, he downplayed the threat of COVID. He admitted to that, that to Woodward. Uh, but Donald Trump has this mindset that he wants to always, you know, sugarcoat everything, downplay everything. And he, he always, he always worries about the optics of everything. He worries about the optic, how things look, how things, you know, will make him look. So if, if he, he had more people sick with co or infected with COVID, um, if he had more people infected with COVID than what was showing, then he thought that that might make him look bad. Now, in reality, uh, it, it would have been the right thing to do because if perhaps had we done robust testing at the beginning of the pandemic, maybe we wouldn't have to have to have shut down the entire economy, or maybe we would have just been able to target like, okay, this is a place where the outbreaks are happening. Outbreaks are happening in New York city right now. So let's shut down New York city for two weeks, but everyone else is going to be, uh, can, can, can go on and do their business. All right. Well, now the now the cases are showing that they're showing up in Los Angeles. Okay. Well, let's shut down Los Angeles. Okay. Well, now it's in Dallas, or now it's in New Orleans. Well, let's shut. You could have, if you did lots of testing to get the information, you could have, you know, dealt with this at a more surgical level and not have to do just the macro, just squash everything so that uh, so that you know more businesses, I guess, got hurt from the shutdowns. Um, I'm trying to find the place where, where I was talking about that last night. Um, but I have to 
kind of scroll back a little bit. I'm, I'm not remembering what that was, but um, let's see. Oh, we have more more likes than concurrent viewers currently. That's awesome. But if you are have if you are a concurrent viewer and you haven't liked yet, please remember to like to do so. Um, I do have a funny weed story, as, as a lot of people were discussing are discussing uh, weed and the price of weed in the chat. Um, my uh, wife, her mom, uh, was living next to a couple, and the the guy in the couple was a really big pothead. And um, home dude decides that he's going to grow a marijuana plant, but instead of growing it in his own yard, he grows it in my mother-in-law's front yard. Not the backyard, but the front yard. And there's an FBI agent who lives right across the street. And I'm like, well, why would you do that? I mean, I guess if, if he's that he was that high all the time where he probably didn't worry about things like common sense. Um, but yeah, my, uh, and then my, my, uh, her, my, my mother-in-law's brother, my wife's uncle, um, he, while also being a nurse, he's also a horticulturalist and he has, you know, he's an expert on a lot of, you know, information on plants and something like that. He has a big garden in his backyard and, you know, lots of different plants and he'll give tours or whatever. And, you know, people come around and come see. He has a very beautiful house in Mobile, Alabama. Um, and and I knew it was weed, but I guess my mother-in-law didn't want to believe it. And, and so he came over for something and he, and, and um, my mother-in-law asks him, you know, what is that? And he's like, that's marijuana, dear. So she had a giant plant of marijuana growing and they basically dug it up and, well, they bagged it up and well, it ended up getting thrown away. And I was like, that's a real damn shame. You probably could have made some money off of that. But I'm sure a lot of people are crying at, at, the, at the RIP lost weed. Um, what's up, Megan? How you doing? Thank you for joining. Um, a lot of people are probably, whatchamacallit, um, crying about that. But yeah, it was, it was just the fact that he had the gall to just grow a weed plant in somebody. I know it's big, too to grow a weed plant on somebody else's property. Um, that's, that's quite, quite amusing. Um, let's see. Boom, 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 boom. Trying to, let's see. Donald Trump says it's not a campaign. It's a quest. Why not just call it a crusade? Something I tweeted last night. Um, Donald Trump claims he'll heal divisions. Yeah. And I'm the Pope. Um, let's see. He was talking about how everybody loves Melania at one point in, in the speech last night. And I was like, remember Melania's coat where it says, I don't care at the back? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Um, let's see. Again, remember, Donald Trump is the guy that begged Georgia to find more votes. He says he wants to bring back election integrity. He also wants only same-day voting, guess the military is screwed. I don't understand why they have a problem with early voting. And that's a way to do early voting helps more people vote. The more people who vote, the less likely Republicans are to win. Um, uh, Donald Trump asked, why didn't the FBI raid other presidents' houses? Uh, maybe because they didn't sneak classified documents out. Um, anybody have a count on how many times Donald Trump has said nuclear, despite him saying he refuses to say nuclear? That was one of the funny things about that. Like, you could have, you could have gotten drunk off of that. He kept saying, I don't, I sh- I don't want to say, I, I refuse to say nuclear, but nuclear. It's like the aliens guy. It's like, I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. You just said um, Donald Trump promises to be like Neville Chamberlain by appeasing Putin and staying out of the current conflict. Well, of course he does, because he's Putin's bitch. Um, 
Donald Trump wants to make family the center of American life with three marriages and multiple affairs. He's the one preaching about family. That's rich. Um, Cesar. Hey, Cesar. Cesar is another one of my, uh, my good friend and one of my Liberal Day and Radio patrons. Thank you for joining, Cesar. Love you, man. Um, see, Donald Trump repeats the lie that the Justice Department targeted parents who spoke at a school board meeting. That's, that's a big thing, and that conservatives will never change. Even when I make an argument to that morning show host that I usually call into that I'm, to make this statement, but the FBI memo did not say that all parents who speak at a meeting should be targeted. They only talked about parents who threatened the school board members, and those people should be targeted. They're like, well, what if it's subjective? And what if they, what if, what if they pick people who really didn't threaten, but they say that they did? I'm like, well, then call that out. Don't set, try and claim that all parents who speak out against, against the school boards are being investigated because they're not. Um, again, Donald Trump calls for the death penalty for drug dealers. Uh, I don't think that'll pass constitutional muster. Uh, Donald Trump calls gang members savages. Says, pe- says other people say, don't use that name. Savage isn't a name. It's a descriptor. Why is he so stupid? Um, Donald Trump hates MS-13. He thinks MS-13 is the worst gang. He probably thinks that MS-13 is the worst gang because he can't count past 12. Um, Donald Trump, he said he completed the wall. That's a lie. He also claims that he will secure the borders. To him, success is that, – that's, that's where I was that's – the, that's the analogy I was making. I knew I was going to get to it once I started reading my live tweets from last night. Um, Donald Trump caught much less fentanyl crossing the border than Biden has. Biden has been much more successful than Donald Trump at having at stopping drugs from crossing the crossing the border. Now, some conservatives will make the argument, well, if Biden's catching more, that means they're trying them more. I'm like, I can see why you're maybe making that argument, but there's no evidence of that. There's there's no evidence to say that Donald Trump. The reason that Donald Trump was stopped less drugs is because less drugs were crossing. Could very well be that more drugs were crossing, and Donald Trump was more worried about like the dreamers and deporting people who were the low-hanging fruit and not going after the real dangers like those bringing fentanyl across the border. Um, so, uh, but again, this, this, uh, this goes back again to what I was saying. Donald Trump believed that we should test less because then we'll have less cases, even though the cases are still there. We just won't see them. Put, put your head in the sand like an ostrich so you, won't, so you won't see what's going on around you. Same thing with the drug crisis at the border. Biden is actually taking a stand and stopping all these drugs from crossing the border. He's preventing them from getting into the hands, into the bodies of American people. Trump wouldn't want to stop that much. The way Trump thinks, he wouldn't want to stop more drugs from crossing the border. Why? Because if he stopped more drugs from crossing the border, he believes that would make him look bad because he believes that would make him uh, look like they're trying to pat get more drugs across the border. He's more, he's more worried about how he looks than how effective he's being. Um, and that's just the way he thinks. That's, he's a con artist. He's a snake oil salesman. He's, he is somebody who just is always looking for the next grift, the next con. And he's going to try and sugarcoat everything to the point where everybody has diabetes. Let's see. Um, let's see. Buh, 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 buh. It was interesting that I think Fox News had the, the, the pre-release of the speech that he was going to give. Um, and, for, and I was watching this on Fox News because MSNBC wasn't showing it. 
And I figured Fox News would be the likely one that would show it all, and I should have just went on YouTube. But Fox News cut away. And then I had to go find it on YouTube. Um, and and the, when they cut away, it was right before Donald Trump started doing a very bad impression of Ang- Angela Merkel. I'm like, okay, well, he's going a little little bigoted with his impressions now. And then he, later on, he did some more bad impressions of, uh, I think Hal talked about this one earlier, about um, what uh, Xi Jinping does and what China supposedly does, which I don't think passes the smell test. I don't think they actually do that. They actually do have a drug problem in China. Um, it, and whatever, regardless of whether or not what Trump said about how China treats drug addicts is true or not, it doesn't matter because in reality, we all know that that's what he wants to do. So when somebody tells you who they are, you believe them. Uh, let's see. Donald Trump is touting the low prices in his, of gas in his administration, uh, ignoring that the reason we had low prices was because of low demand because of the lockdown. He also forgets that his deal with OPEC and Putin artificially increased prices because there was nothing to handle us coming out of those lockdowns. So we had supply shock. Um, Trump doubled down on American first, a slogan rooted in white supremacy, Nazism, and xenophobia. Um, Donald Trump says, quote, he'll do what has to be done, but doesn't actually say what has to be done. Um, Biden said, he said in two years, Biden ruined the economy. I asked how many decades is that? Because, again, Donald Trump said that uh, he had peace for decades. And, again, more than one, meaning it's at least 20. And he said decades twice, so maybe it means 40. So maybe there's maybe Donald Trump's term lasted 40 years, according to him. Well, maybe it felt like 40 years to everybody else, but in reality, it was just four. But I guess this is just another thing that they love. Conservatives love to mock Joe Biden because even though he has a diagnosed and well-known stutter, they love to mock him about that. And they like to say, oh, he's even though every single time I've seen Joe Biden speak, you know, he sounds very eloquent. He sounds like somebody who's on top of the, on top of everything. Um, but Donald Trump then comes out and says that he's, he was, he had peace for decades when he was president and no other president has done that. He wasn't president for decades. He was, he was saying columns. There was some word that he was corridors. He kept on saying corridors, corridors or whatever. However, he was saying, and it took me four times of him trying to pronounce the word corridors in order for me to understand that he was saying the word corridors. I had no idea. I thought he was having a stroke on stage because of how he was wording those words. Um, let's see. Again, I bring up the fact that there's a subtle reason that Donald Trump has the number 88 in his text number. Um, now, if somebody wants to correct me and say, look, all of these text numbers that, that these companies use all start with 88, then fine, I'll drop it. I won't, I won't say anything nefarious. But if you have a choice in what set of numbers you use and they use one starting with 88, I'm going to say that it was purposeful. Um, Donald Trump claimed that the Republican Party got 5 million more votes. I'm not sure that that's accurate. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, one of the things, though, that when you're looking at some, some of these districts, like when I was looking at some of my numbers for the GOP coup series, I was doing some of the videos about this. You had some states where you didn't see the, the number of people who voted for president and the number of people who voted for the congressional people were different because for example, in some of the districts, you only had a Republican candidate, no Democrat candidate bothered to challenge these people. And as such, the, the number of votes for Democrats in those, in those statewide, statewide were reduced, even though those people still voted for Democrats in the, in the 
on the main on the top of the ticket. So um, I don't I don't know if it's as as reasonable that we have looked at numbers before to show how uh, Republic or Democrats have needed to get many 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 more votes in order to win the House in order to win the House. Um, let's see. Donald Trump is bragging about how the House was won. It is likely the reason. It is likely that the reason the GOP won back the House is because of Ron DeSantis and his extreme gerrymandering. Um, let's see. I'm miss. I'm, I need to scroll back on the chat to catch back up. Um, to, to go back to this, to, through the scroll back up to the chat and I'll catch back up. Um, but yeah, one thing I want to take, let, let me see. Um, what the uh, NBC House predictions do three hours ago, MSNBC Republicans win the House um, by a narrow margin. I don't know if, if they've said if they've officially reached the actual numbers or not. Um, decision tree. Let's click on that, and maybe that'll that'll give me the information that I need. Says GOP takes house. Let's see if that brings us to the numbers that we want to say. Nope, that's just the article. Um, I'm not seeing it here. It should be there. I don't know why it's not there, but it is what it is. Um, oh wait, sorry, that's Trump's line. Do, 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 do. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? There you are. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Oh, there it is. Uh, it's a, there's the map house results. Do we have the, is it a full numbers yet? Or are we still waiting on California? Cause this, this was, this is what'll make it interesting to see whether or not Ron DeSantis will be able to see, see that it was me or if he, or, or if he's going to have to give other people credit for the, the house, um, for the house, uh, flipping to the Republican party. Um, let's see. Projected house seats. Has it? Let's see. That's November eighth. So no. Trying to see if I can find this link. Someone else has a link. You can share in the chat, or Aaron or or Jolie. Let's see. One week. That's one week ago. That's one week ago. Two days ago. Um, who controls the house 2022 maybe that one will give you will give me what I need to election results and maps on CNN we'll see what CNN is saying um, it doesn't give me oh, it's, it's saying 218 Republicans 210 Democrats with uh, I guess that leaves so how many of those are left then um so two four thirty eight that's four twenty so there's ten left, but I think some of these are are gonna be democratic seats or whatever i think m s m b m s m b c was saying that they could be it's either two twenty one or two twenty two uh, that the Republicans might end up with and that that that's kind of a key thing um if it's if it's 231, Ron DeSantis, with his extreme gerrymander, gave uh, gave the Republicans four extra seats than they would have had. Because of that, 
if 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 we if we're at if, if if he wouldn't have done that, then it's very well possible that it would have been two eighteen two seventeen. Um. That that the Democrats would have had the lead or t- with two eighteen. Now. Um, but if it's at two twenty two, then his four seats only bring it down to eighteen, and he still would have won regardless. So Ron DeSantis right now is hoping that the lead for the GOP in the House of Representatives is going to be 221 or less. Because if that's the case, he gets to go on the national stage and be like, you see the House of Representatives? That didn't happen because of Donald Trump. That didn't happen because of anybody other than me and my Republican leadership in the state of Florida. I made sure that we created enough seats, created enough votes that the Republican Party could not only win Florida, but the Republican Party could take back Congress. Now, do I agree with his tactics? Clearly not. I clearly oppose the extreme gerrymandering by any side, but especially the ridiculousness, the level of ridiculousness that Ron DeSantis uh, has managed to get uh, done with gerrymandering. Um, let's, see, let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. Uh, Megan Herrick, rage, rage, rage. Why is this clown being listened to? Trump is the worst. I mean, the reason he's listened to is because he still has a significant percentage of the population that that likes him. Now, of course, the MSNBC didn't air him um, because I guess they didn't feel like they needed to probably be the same old, same old BS, which it was, uh, which is why I tweeted last night that I'm watching this. So you don't have to, uh, let's see, Nick Rich, five hours with last night showed every insane thing. 45 said, yep. And that's one of the reasons why I did not do a live stream because I figured how would be doing a live stream. So I just uh, live tweeted it um, before hopping on my, uh, my gaming streaming for that night. Uh, Patty Wap, remember when he said stop the counting, please? He didn't say stop the counting, please. He just said stop the counting. Yeah, stop the counting, stop the testing. It's the same thing. Um, wait, Jeff Curry's wait. Trump said MS-13, or he just heard about a number that high after saying fifth was his biggie. <laughs> yes, well, Trump, Trump doesn't plead the fifth, right? If you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? Exactly. So Trump took the fifth, so that means he's not innocent, right? A human being is here. Thank you for joining Kimchi, did I say hi to Kimchi and Kikishi? If I haven't, hi again. Let's see, John F. didn't raise my electric bill since I heat the house with electric. I only grow indoors in winter, and that's how it all works out. Which is interesting, uh, because in places with that, that heat houses with um, gas, I guess those are going up, and then the electric goes down for that. Meanwhile, in the summer, you know, people who were heating with a lot, I mean, my electric chart, whoa, my electric bill this summer went up ridiculous amounts. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Human F being kimchi, I'm running out of emojis that express fondness, but you have mine. Aw, that's sweet. Yeah, kimchi's awesome. One of the many people I would love to meet in real life. Um, I'm, I'm at two now, looking, always looking to increase that number. I miss Kenneth saying goodbye. Uh, let's see. Scrolling down. People forgot how bad 2020 was. I have to note that to drive for a while. Okay. Bicycle Mike. Hey, Bicycle Mike. Hey, Nick Rich. Um, we learned about how crooked Trump was in high school. Yeah, it's no, well known that he was crooked. It's just nobody was worried about it on a political level because everyone, you know, looked at him as a clown. And of course, he proved that you know the clown got enough people to follow him and, and into his clown car to make sure that he could freaking win, which sucked. Um, see, always BS numbers being released until it's over. Okay, yep better to pull good than it is to feel good and darling um better to look good than feel good <laughs> let's see 
I've loaded chat with hot sauce. Mm, hot sauce. Oh, we had we had porn again. Yay. Um, kimchi, I'm the only hot girl you need. Of course. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Yeah, hours ago, the GOP took the house. Yes, it was called hours ago. About, I thought called at about five between 5.30 and 6.30. Um, kimchi, Aaron West, wait till Dan blows up and has 2,000 people watching. Well, hopefully at that point, I'll have more people to be mods as well. But please, get me to 2,000. I would love that to happen. That would be cool. Um, I really would love to do that because then I'd, I'd really start making more videos at that point because I'd, if I had 2,000 subs, that would be awesome. Uh, let's see. Yes, Paddywhack, yeah, you're right. He was in the 2020 collection. He begged to stop the counting. Um, election night, that was even. It was election night where he's like, stop the counting. Ah, cry, cry, cry. Um Yes, by the way, he doesn't like numbers that don't make him look good. Ask his accountant. Exactly. Um, his accountant, I think, might be under indictment too, right? Um, I'm trying to see. I think I think it scrolled past and I missed a whole bunch of stuff. Um, kimchi, sorry, not a mod here so I can get saucy. Uh, I like the sauce. You could be a mod maybe if you wanted to, right? We'll see. Well, I, I could be adding to the mod squad. Um, I don't think it was something I caught kimchi saying else that, that I think it scrolled by. Oh, well, I, if I missed it, oh, well, too bad. I missed out on, I missed out on the good stuff because I was sitting there just rambling on, rambling on about all the uh, politics and election stuff. Um, but soon I'll have to go again because I still have the puppy. Um, the kimchi Jeff, I smoke pot because alcohol is evil spirits inside my body, bad juju. I thought I was the only bad juju here because I'm a bad Jew. Uh, <laughs> we'll just have to waterboard his accountant, then HFT. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, everybody should what, – what should I say? Liberal Day and Radio, you know, share, watch the video, then puff, puff, pass. Uh, watch the video, then share it with your friends. Make sure that we can get, uh, get more people more people subbed. Do I have anything? I have a, I have a notification on Twitter. Does anything do anything? Do, 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 do. Oh, it's just a new tweet notification from Hal from earlier, I think. Um, anywho. I think that's about it that I had planned to talk about today. If I did, if I, if I've missed anything that I could always, I could always talk about it next week. Cause there's always, there's always next week. Right. Um, I have a couple of things that I'm trying to work on. I have a, um, a previous person who I had on the show several times in the past, I'm trying to get her on. To, she's been uh, tweeting some very interesting stuff that I think is important to talk about, especially when it comes to first, she, I think she's working on a book with somebody else about uh, ch- children and raising children um, and and some important things with that. But she, she also has been talking about, uh, her name is Joanna Schroeder. It's at I Propose This um, on Twitter. And I probably, you probably see, if you follow me on Twitter, you probably see me share and respond to her stuff as well. Um, lots of stuff talking about the, how difficult, how difficult women have it in, in, in today's society, because um, for several reasons, like there was one where there was today's list where she was talking about how, you know, guys might not realize how victimized uh, women, especially in, you know, Gen X were and how, you know, things that were done, like, you know, walking down the hall and snapping people's bras and where it was just, oh, that's just boys being boys. Like, you know, Donald Trump, you know, boys being boys. Um, 
and they were just expected to just take it and accept it. And, and that can be very, uh, that can lead, lead to a, a lifelong issues of, of failing to be able to trust people. Uh, there's other, there's another thread that she had about, um, life, what, how it might be like as a married person, uh, because you have all these expectations that don't necessarily match up with reality. And she goes over a bunch of them and she's very, very true. Um, there are a lot of the things that, that she says, you know, not necessarily just apply to women, but I think it mostly does because of the role that women are still expected to play in this patriarchal society. So I'm hoping to get her to talk about those things as well. And I might have somebody else uh, on the show that she's recommending to talk about, I guess, some of the child raising things as well. And also talking about issues like toxic masculinity and stuff like that as well. I still have to make my, some of my more, more uh, coming to terms with activism videos. I have to work on some nerdydan.com videos as well. Um, etc. <laughs> Kimchi, yo, Semite, bad juju, Jew. I don't know if it's three Jews. That sounds like a bar. Three Jews walk into a bar. <laughs> You thought the next two would have, first, second two would have ducked. Um, Nick Rich women proved themselves on November 8th. Yes, um, they were very much underestimated. Everyone, I'm talking today again to one of to one of the callers to Jeff Kuehr, this guy that calls himself the conservative crawgator or whatever. Um, he likes to, he was like, well, why would, he thinks it's a fraud. He thinks the elections are a fraud because why would people vote for more of the same? Why would people vote to keep uh, the Democrats in charge when the Democrats were in charge when all these problems were happening. Well, first of all, the problems were, were created because of Donald Trump, and he doesn't want to realize that. But second of all, um, if I had to vote in my personal economic situation, I am clearly much better than I was back when Trump was president. I have a better job. It feels more stable. Um, I'm able to do more fun things. Um, so I'm better off personally. But even if I wasn't better off personally, there are things that I that – I, that I, considered to be more important than whether or not I have a couple extra bucks and I've discussed that in one of my videos as well. Like, you know, is it more important to, to pay, you know, a few cents less per gallon of gas or a few bucks less for your groceries, or is it more important to have body autonomy? And I think it was Elizabeth that did, you know, point out that, you know, on a micro level, yeah, you know, it, those two issues are intertwined. I was kind of more talking on a macro level, but you have, I'm, there are plenty, me and plenty of other people are like, look, we don't care if, if we have to spend a little bit more money in the short term paying for goods and services as long as we have people in Congress who are not going to infringe on our rights, on our rights to body autonomy, rights to marry who we want to marry. Um, I guess the last topic on that would be um, would be that um, I, I'm not overly enthused by the the, the they're not codifying gay marriage. They're not codifying Obergefell in this law that they beat the filibuster. To their credit, they got over the filibuster. They're going to have debate and they'll end debate. Um, they've, they've reached, they crossed one procedural hurdle with enough Republicans to come along. 37 Republicans voted against, but the rest of the Republicans voted for. One Republican, I think, abstained because of he's leaving to go be some, to lead some college or whatever. But um, even if they did codify Obergefell, I wouldn't be very uh, enthused about the prospects of it staying. Uh, but they're not even doing that. This bill, I think that they passed, uh, what it does is it's more of a, um, it's more of a, hey, if, if, if there's marriage, 
like the initial gay marriage ruling that required, I think the New York gay marriage ruling, which required states to re- recognize any marriages from any other state. So if you're a gay couple who got married in New York and now you're in Louisiana and Louisiana doesn't want to recognize it too bad, this law would say Louisiana has to recognize it. That being said, um, that could potentially pass constitutional muster simply because of the fact that maybe you, you, you're dealing with the contract clause and the interstate commerce clause. So maybe they might have a place to hang their hat there. But protecting gay marriage, to me, you know, if, if this government, like people are talking about codifying Roe, and if this activist, Christofascist, conservative Supreme Court said that the federal government didn't have the authority that, that the power to regulate marriage belongs to the, well, the power to regulate abortion falls on the states. Um, in the, in, in uh, Alito's terribly written ruling, um, I don't think that a codified row would survive this same activist Christo-fascist court. Now, Thomas stated in his concurring opinion that other things like Griswold, uh, Lawrence v. Texas, like uh, Obergefell, are they were also not founded well, according to him. So those things are a threat. As well. just has, you just have to have a state go try and challenge it. So even if they codified Obergefell, if they codified Lawrence, if they codified Griswold, if the, if the Supreme Court comes down and says, well, Griswold is unconstitutional because that, that's, a, that's a power that belongs to the states, well, then why would a codified Griswold be any different than a, a Supreme Court ruling of Griswold? It wouldn't be. This activist, crystal fascist Supreme Court would overturn all of it because that's just who they are. I mean, let's see. Kim Chi, when you get depressed or fearful about American democracy, remember we made history in the midterms despite um, right-wing media, Taliban-jellicals, the Supreme Court and attacks on our schools and institutions. That is correct. We have a lot of things to be very happy about. Um, you know, it would, would have been nicer to keep the would have been nicer to keep Congress. Sure. Would have been nicer for Boebert to finally be defeated. Sure. I mean, we, we did lose Madison Cawthorn, and that's a good thing. Uh, but we, the American people stood up and rejected the extremism, and we have to continue to do so. And it might be tiring. It might be very tiring to to try and do, but we have to continue to do it. So. Anyway, I do want to thank everybody for joining in on the show. Um, 19 concurrent viewers still, 27 likes. Thank you all very much. Um, go check out some of the new videos that I made. If you like them, share them. Um, in one of the videos, you get to see my cute puppy um, and how big she's getting now and how loud and annoying she's getting now, too. Uh, so there's that. So you get to see my cute puppy in one of the videos. I forget which one it was. It's one of the ones where it looks where I'm clearly outside. Um, but I'll be back next week because this is the end of this week's episode of Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. I'll be back next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central, uh, here on YouTube.com slash Liberal Dan Radio or blogstockradio.com slash Liberal Dan. Uh, support the show, uh, patreon.com slash Liberal Dan. Uh, buy, me a, buy me a cider. Go to liberaldan.com, click the Buy Me a Cider button. Remember, I live stream on Tuesdays. At the moment, it's 10 p.m. Central, so 11 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash nerdydan.com. We sometimes talk politics there as well, uh, so you can join me there. Um, we can have fun there as well. You can sub to me if you have Amazon Prime. You can do it for free. Until uh, next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. 